we had an employee that was with us for a very short time earlier this year. And uh, this person would just constantly drop off the late, the radar right around 1130. And we wouldn't hear from this person until the end of the day. And we were like, finally, after a couple of weeks, we're like, what, what's going on? Well, I have to go pick up my daughter at, at daycare. Okay, that's fine. But you need to come back. Well, tired, tired after that. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay. We all have kids and deal with life, but, we understand, <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't give you a license to just check out for the whole rest of the day. Yeah. You know, like, and... Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretziger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Somebody I know just built a um, a software uh, with AI, and they were struggling at the beginning to to figure out how to do this. So then they just kind of broke it down to like first principles. They built it on Airtable. They had a bunch of VAs, and they just kind of they kind of had this process. They laid it out. They said, "Okay, the process works now." Now let's use AI for each component. And then they built something really cool out of it because they started with the whole idea of let's get the process down to to accomplish the goal. Exactly. I mean, you got, you got to have the plan first. Uh, Otherwise it can go awry. And then the second thing is sure. AI and other types of technology can help us be more productive and help us scale. That does not mean though, that you don't need people. Mm. It, and, and I think a big mistake that CEOs and CFOs make, well, we just bought all this technology to scale so we can cut headcount. You know, right. well, who do you think is going to run the systems? Who's going right. to manage them yeah. and make sure they're staying up to date and the vendors keep adding functionality and capabilities and, and unique governance? Yeah, but this happens all the time. Or if they do hire people, they keep it really single-threaded. They have one person. On and at a billion dollar company running a tech stack, what this person goes out on vacation or they leave or they get sick, like there's mission critical failures in your revenue engine, and 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 it happens all the time. So it's quite amazing, actually, you know, that people make short sighted decisions. And that, well, then you just bring in the monkeys and have them push the buttons, right? <laughs> um, you know, look, um, we don't need AI for us to make poor decisions we can make (laughs) so it's just sometimes you got to take a step back and wonder yeah what do you do what like take us through your process step by step like you you go into a company you see that things are all out of process so how do you go in and start organizing that Oh, we start moving the furniture around. We might paint (laughs) a few walls yeah no I really don't like the swing. Uh, we're going to break some windows. Um, no, it's uh, we go in and and if they're early on in their in their journey, we're starting with education. We're trying to get them to parity. We're trying to get executives to understand the world of possible. And then from there, we start with specific use cases. Hey, here are examples. Here are case studies. These are things that you could do in sales or in marketing or in HR and operations. Let's go through, let's prioritize some quick wins that we can do over the next couple of months that you're not going to have to overinvest. You can see the potential of how AI will help you. And then we can move to a broader roadmap. If they're a little bit more advanced, they, they, they have a good, pretty good handle. They've been working maybe with AI for a while. 
that being relative, of course, generative, because anybody that says they've been working with generative AI for years is full of shit because it's not <laughs> hasn't even been out for a year yet. Yeah. But those that will talk about a full domain. And so instead of working on a single process or use case, we might address all of sales or manufacturing or supply chain or HR, a more complete department, because mm-hmm. they have more capability, personnel, skill, investment dollars, and, and they're more mature. Uh, but in either way, it's really still about putting together a roadmap that can support both agility, but practicality. No business has an unlimited amount of money, an unlimited amount of personnel, or an unlimited amount of time. And and business conditions change all the time. So you don't want to come up with something that's so rigid and so time-consuming that you're working on this thing for three years and the whole world's passed you by. You turn the thing on, it's already irrelevant. So um, at the same time, it can't be so small that it doesn't make a difference. Mm, Love it. Yeah, it is funny, us as entrepreneurs, how messy we can make a process or just our business in general. And then it's like... How do you get well, out of that? Yeah, I mean, I think as entrepreneurs, we're more we're, we're salespeople. You know? Yeah, we're, we're evangelizers. We're creator creative artists. You know, we're the persona, the charisma. To sit down and stop and well, no, no, no. A has to go before B before we got like C. That's like, boring. Not wired that way. We don't think right. that way. Yeah. Like, why can't we just play with everything all at once? Just like get it in there and go. Yeah. And then we look at our team in, in, in stupefied amazement that they're not keeping up. Like, why, why not? And then they're looking at us like, oh, great. Here comes another crazy idea that we're going to have to go implement. You know, so it's, it's, you know, we're talking past each other. Yeah. Yep. So how do you slow it down? How do you slow it down and become relatable to the, the people that are around you? Well, I mean, I think if you're asking me as an executive versus, you know, what we do with AI, I, I, you know, for me, it's, a lot of years of self-reflection, practice, good business coaches, joining a few CEO groups and learning to reprogram myself Yeah, um, and coming to the understanding that, which is really hard for us as entrepreneurs, that if we want to scale, we got to get out of our own way because we are the problem. We are yes. the problem. And that's not easy for most of us to accept, frankly. We well, think everybody else is the problem. It's the dichotomy no, it's of being a, a per, type A and then realizing, holy shit, I'm a complete... Right. Um, as they say, right, if you're an AA or whatever, like admitting that you have a problem is the first step. So yeah. I think, you know, in running a business, if you can admit that you're actually the problem and running your business, you're <laughs> yeah. well on your way. Um, so that, so internally, that's how I've approached it. And, and look, it's, it's a life is a journey. You know, I view myself, I'm just a piece of clay. I'm just trying to keep uh, formatting and working and trying to become the best version of myself that I yeah. can. Um, and be the best leader and manager and human being I can. You know, for our clients, it's always about change, you know, and technology is such a big disruptor. And and it's hard, if not impossible, to force change on people, particularly employees. You have privy information when you're in a boardroom that your employees don't see. And, and you can make these strategic decisions because you have all the data, you understand all the moving parts, and at your level, it makes a ton of sense. And you start going down a couple of levels, it doesn't make sense, right? Because you're not explaining it in ways that it makes sense to the employee in ways that's going to benefit them directly. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. It does not matter how great your idea is as a CEO if your employees don't understand it and won't implement it. So, you know, what we do with our clients then is help them develop solid communication plans and change management plans that bring their vision to practical reality. 
Mm. You spend a lot of time working at the employee level in addition to the executive level, empowering the managers, giving them practical things, lining up the objectives so that everything that they're doing in the boardroom goes down to the division level, goes down to the employee level and back up again. Mm. Mm. I love that. Total feedback loop. It, absolutely. It's really the only way to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's too easy to skip steps. Um, the other thing that I've learned the hard way is you can never say things enough. Mm. You know, I, I used to think, oh, you know, I, like every other CEO, you know, I do my, my annual kickoff and I talk about our vision and our goals for the year. And then I give the quarterly updates and I do the town halls. And what I was finding is the gaps that happened between the time I started the year and those quarterly updates or check-ins, it's big games telephone, you know, all the time. People are wildly different interpretations of what they think or understood or think they knew. You might have to repeat the messages hundreds of times, thousands of times. And it, yeah. it might feel nauseating for you as, a, as an entrepreneur because you're like, you're screaming inside, like, why, why don't they get it? Right. I'll tell you why they didn't get it is because you didn't explain it clear enough. That's why. Like, right, it's, right. It's as simple as that. It's like, it's you. You know, I guess it's like, so like every time I find my employees are not getting it, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's me. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I mean, I'd love to blame my managers. Right. That's not, that's terrible leadership. You know? <laughs> well, it's I mean, a human like, instinct. We just, it's not us. It's them always, it right? Them. It has to, it has to be no, them. No, it's <laughs> no. Sad reality is it's me. I, yeah, I do this thing. I try to every night where before I at, at some point, you know, in the going to sleep process, I try to just reflect on on key decisions or interactions I had through the day and then assign uh I could improve on it or you know, just like reflect on it. And I think it's really helpful to to look at that and and then accept that, yeah, okay, maybe it should have gone a different way. I could have done this a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and ultimately it's not just about the repetition. It's about connecting yeah. with, with the employee so that the message resonates from their worldview. Empathy. You know, how does this help them do their job better? Because I told you so, or because that's the <laughs> rules, doesn't really work. You no. know, look at what's happening now with CEOs that are trying to mandate and force people back into the mm -hmm. office. I mean, what do you think that does for morale? Like, you know, um, I understand in certain cases why it's important, you know, and, and, and in certain businesses, you do want to have that collaboration, but just making someone do something. And then the ultimatum is you're fired. <laughs> that, you know, right. <laughs> um, I think, I think, I think it's a, it's a tough way to do it. So I think, you know, the CEOs that are having more success are meeting with employees, finding healthy compromise, you know, maybe come in a couple of days a week, um, yeah. still giving you that flexibility because people, do for the most part crave that social interaction. We do like to see people. It's, it, 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 but the fact that I have to be there at Monday at eight and you know I'm there till Friday at six, it's just it's it's we're in a different world now. It is crazy how we, when when that whole thing started, it was only going to be two weeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah, yeah. but like Money little pit. did we little did we know how much it was going to start shaping just shaping that that change. And then when we were allowed to go back in the office, a, for me, I, I liked going back in because man, I, yes, <laughs> I am very social. Um, and working at home with four kids and a wife is not the ideal work situation. Mm -hmm. So 
I liked it in a sense, but yeah, there's so many people that just, they're like, they got used to it. And so it's not necessarily the, it's definitely not the business's fault because it was something that we were forced into. And then same with the, same with our team, right? They, they were forced in that and now they're used to it. So then it's like, holy crap. Like we're in the situation where both sides were forced into a situation. Now we're going to reacclimate a to the vision of the business and B to the, you know, what the team's used to. Well, that's I, a tough conversation. Let's be honest. It was a benefit, right? Like to be able to work from home for most employees, it's a huge benefit, right? Because then they can likely work less, right? There's a lot of distractions. They could cut, they could sit at the computer later. So like we've talked about this a lot extensively, you can't pay somebody something then lower pay, right? Like that will never fly. And so here we are. It's a benefit in their mind. I get to work from home. This is awesome. Oh, I got to go. Yeah, and- I mean, it's good. But I think, I mean, we, of course, have always worked virtually since the day we opened the doors. So for us, it wasn't in the adjustment. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But, you know, we have enough mechanisms in place and, and trust is earned. And it's not that hard to see if someone's abusing the, the privilege, right? I mean, um, we had an employee that was with us for a very short time earlier this year. And uh, this person would just constantly drop off the late, the radar right around 1130. And we wouldn't hear from this person until the end of the day. And we were like, finally, after a couple of weeks, we're like, what, what's going on? Well, I have to go pick up my daughter at, at daycare. Okay, that's fine. But you need to come back. You, you know, like, <laughs> like, it's like, you know, <laughs> well, um, tired tired after that yeah 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 i mean okay we all have kids and deal with life but, we understand, <laughs> but i mean that doesn't give you a license to just check out for the whole rest of the day yeah. you know, like, and so uh, yeah needless to say that person didn't last long uh, they had a very different understanding of what work actually means uh, and especially with us being in a client-centric organization but yeah you know, it happens sometimes i mean i think at the end of the day you work hard to establish the values and ethics you want from your employees. You, you work hard to screen them. You work hard on building a culture. But the culture starts and ends with, with the CEO. It, you know, if you're not going to lead by example or admit or be candid when you make mistakes and own them, how do you realistically expect, you know, your employees or team to do that too? Yeah. And, and most people, I think, are forgiving and I think my team's had a lot of patience with me over the years. I know my family <laughs> certainly has. I am not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And I have made more than my share of F-ups uh, over the years. Um, but, you know, you keep swinging. You get up every day. You you know, you keep learning to be better. Yeah. You know, it's funny. One of the ways that AI has helped me in a, in a very small way, but you guys would appreciate this. I mean, sometimes you get really pissed off and you want to send an angry email. <laughs> like oh. everything that you really want to tell them off. So now I never do. So previously what I would do is I would just write it in a blank email, get it all on paper, yeah. and go walk away, get, go get a cup of coffee, come back. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can't send that. Yeah. Now <laughs> uh, I'll type into chat GPT and I'm like, can you help me clean this up and say it in a nicer, more professional way? And I'm like, okay. And I text it and I'm like, Ooh, that's really good. So I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling the person off, but really smoothly. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. Oh, that's awesome. Do you, do you have a channel for that on, on chat GPT just for that uh, email? I probably should. Yeah. yeah. I am actually, uh, I'm bad at keeping my channel separate because yeah, I'm a stream of conscience of me all day long. So I'm just, but it's got, it knows me now. So I, I'm just, you know, I could be like, Hey, give me a recipe for dinner. 
Um, go find, you know, I, I'm having a problem with my car. Check this. Oh, I need a new sales script yeah. for this. Like, I'm like constantly just in and out. It's the ultimate helper. It really is. It's an ultimate it muse. And uh, so my CMO says, I think, you know, the reason why I like it so much is because it can keep up with you. And yeah. you walk back, you know, it's <laughs> just like, you know, so I'm like, yeah, you're probably right about that. That's funny. Craig, Craig changed, uh, mm-hmm. trained his whole chat GPT to, um, talk to him very street and use curse words. So every response no, street, more like, um, like, uh, well, we don't need to get into it, but it call, <laughs> he calls, yeah, it's never mind. It, it, it's, we're really good old friends. Perfect. And, and like he says, pretty much almost anything I ask, it says F yes, I can handle that brother. You know, like it's just so awesome. <laughs> it's it's just so much fun. If if I'm get if I'm down, Chat GPT can cheer me up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You start your day. What up, bitch? Yeah, yeah. You, you really can't say that to your colleagues. You're like, what? No. what did you just say? <laughs> no, and it gives me bad bad imp- like it, you know an email that I'm like, wow, oh, what? It, it's like not great. I'll just go. That's a bunch of crap. And you know, like just be mean. And and he's so nice back. Doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> so I don't have to be mean to anybody. Just it's it's perfect. Yeah, it's the outlet. Yeah, yeah no it even apologizes. It you know, does. It's like, oh, it. I'm so like, sorry you didn't like that. <laughs> it's it's the one time I always get to be right. Yeah, I sure don't have that privilege anywhere <laughs> else. You know, so it's, yeah. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'll try harder. Yeah, <laughs> damn straight you will. Yeah, yeah that's right. that happening. <laughs> exactly. You better try harder. <laughs> All right, Jeff. So I know that. People could find you on petowitzgroup.com. Is there anywhere else? LinkedIn. Else? Uh, LinkedIn. Yeah, it's perfect place. And then my email, Jeff at petowitzgroup.com. Cool. You know, come check me out. Love to have a conversation with you and uh, see if we can help you scale. Awesome. Is there anything we don't know that we didn't go over with Petowitz Group that you want us to know? Or, um, Well, I mean, we help our clients with strategy with technology with creative and with execution and we work with small companies large companies and everyone in between uh, so our our goal is driving more revenue through sales and marketing and so if you have any of those challenges we'd love to talk yep. to you Perfect. awesome that's cool. fantastic awesome guys for having me on this was a lot of fun and i love being an insurance dude at least for a night at least for a day no, you can keep it as long as you want Thank you. Do I get a t-shirt? Do you guys send me a t-shirt? Yes. Yes. That's so funny. We Nobody ever asked for t-shirts and we stopped to kind of set it up. And now today, two people asked for t-shirts. I, I love it. want a t-shirt. Give me a t-shirt, man. Yeah, I'll wear yeah. it. All right. Yeah. You got to send us a picture of you in it. You know I will. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Cool, Jeff. Thank you so much, awesome, man. Yeah. Really fun talking to you. Thanks, guys. I yep. had, had a lot of fun. Thank you. Bye.